This is The Space Shot, episode 39 for June 22nd, 2017. Film cameras, Galileo, Sharon, and Sally Ride. This one's going to be a big episode. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Mulnix. So yesterday I mentioned how I was going to be talking about Sally Ride today. Well, I didn't look at my calendar closely enough, and I missed a few things that I've been looking forward to talking about. So I've got three pieces of history today, plus a little bit more about Sally Ride, and specifically her selection as an astronaut. I apologize in advance, Mr. Tim is quite needy tonight, so you're probably going to hear him meow quite a bit through this episode. First piece of history, on this day in 2009, the Kodak company announced that Kodachrome, the film that helped define the photographs of basically the entire mid-century, would be discontinued. A variant of Kodachrome, which was called Ektachrome, was used extensively throughout the space program from the early Gemini missions through Apollo and beyond. Many of the images we see of the moon and of the spacewalks during the Gemini program were taken on Ektachrome film. It's interesting to think about all of the history that was captured on this type of film, and I think that's what makes a lot of these images really special. In these pictures, we see our planet from space, and we see the moon as well, in colors that look like they were taken right out of a National Geographic spread. Now for the second piece of history today. On this day in 1633, Galileo Galilei was sentenced during an inquisition for his belief that the sun not the earth, lies at the center of the universe. Galileo rejected the church-supported geocentric model of the universe, in which the earth lies at the center of everything, and where the planets revolve around the earth instead of the sun. As part of his sentencing, Galileo would spend the rest of his life under house arrest, and in future episodes I'll be talking about some of his contributions to astronomy, namely the discovery of the Jovian moons, which are the four largest moons of Jupiter. The last piece of history for today, on this day in 1978, Pluto's moon Charon was discovered by American astronomer James Christie. The origin of Charon's name is kind of funny. First, it was named after Charlene, the wife of James Christie, Charon being an official-sounding version of Char. Coincidentally, in Greek mythology, Charon is the ferryman in Hell, or Hades, that takes souls across the rivers that divide the living from the dead. On a related note, Pluto is named after the god of the underworld, hence the related names. Now for a little bit more on Sally Ride. One of my favorite things to read are the transcripts that the Johnson Space Center Oral History Project has available online. This morning, while reading Sally Ride's oral history, I drank a delicious cup of coffee from Onyx Coffee Lab. It's called Sugar Skull, and it's a blend of coffees from Colombia and El Salvador, and I love the chocolate and cherry notes in the coffee. I'll link to their store in the show notes. It's definitely a coffee worth checking out. Anyways, back to the oral history, especially since it's too late in the day to be drinking coffee. The interviewer asks Ride about the process of becoming an astronaut. She replied that, quote, I saw an ad in the Stanford University student newspaper that the Center for Research on Women at Stanford had put in the paper on behalf of NASA. It announced that NASA was accepting applications for what would be the astronaut class of 1978. The ad made clear that NASA was looking for scientists and engineers, and it also made clear that they were going to accept women into the astronaut corps. 
They wanted applications from women, which is presumably the reason the Center for Research on Women was contacted and the reason that they offered to place the ad in the Stanford student newspaper. Ride went on to describe the process of applying to NASA. The interviewer also asked her questions about how the dynamics at Johnson Space Center and NASA changed with the introduction of female astronauts, especially since the class of 1978, which Ride was a part of, was the first new astronaut class in about a decade. Ride recalled that they, and by they she means the first astronaut class, seemed to accept us pretty well. We had them outnumbered, so I'm not sure that they had a choice. It was clearly very different for them. They were used to a particular environment and culture. Most of them were test pilots. There were a few scientists, but most were test pilots. Of course, the entire astronaut corps had been male, so they were not used to working with women. And there had been no additions to the astronaut corps in nearly 10 years, so even having a large infusion of new blood changed their working environment. But they knew that this was coming, and they'd known it was coming for a couple of years. Well before the announced upcoming opportunity to apply for the astronaut corps, NASA had decided that women were going to be a part of it. So I think that the existing astronauts had a couple of years to adjust and come to terms with it. By the time that we had actually arrived, they had adapted to the idea. We really didn't have any issues with them at all. It was easy to tell, though, that the males in our group were really pretty comfortable with us, while the astronauts who had been around for a while were not all as comfortable and didn't quite know how to react. But they were all just fine and didn't give us a hard time at all. I'll link to the rest of the oral history transcript in the show notes. The history provides a fascinating look into a period of significant changes at NASA. Thank you all for listening to the show. Producing a daily podcast takes a lot of time. I'd love if you could take just a minute to leave a review or rating in the Apple Podcasts app or in iTunes. It would be awesome if you would subscribe to the podcast and share it with anyone you know that loves history, space, or pop culture. Tomorrow, we'll be talking a little bit more about Sally Ride and a few other things, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.